I want I want us to stay just here. Worship team, you can stay up here. We're going to change it up today. I'm going to share something with you that I was going to share next week. Um, and I was unsure if I should share it today, but apparently Felicia heard from heaven, so she confirmed it in our hearts. I want to cast a little vision, and then we're going to do something at the end uh, that that's going to be a prophetic act, which is something that you do in the physical that shows what's happening in, in the spirit realm. So if you want to sit down, you can. I'm going to share for a little bit. Sorry, worship team, do you need chairs or something? <laughs> I believe that the Lord wants to do something in our church and bring a breakthrough. And I want to I share a, a vision that, that's like the core of who we are and why we do what we do and what our heart is. Some of you, this is going to be the 14,000th time you've heard it, but some of you, it's going to be the first and that's why I'm sharing it. I had a vision from the Lord and a vision is just kind of like a moving picture, you know, that's just coming, but it was just like from the spirit of God. And it, it, I finally figured it out after three times and and like 10 years that it was about the church. And uh, then when we figured that out, we just go for it. So we call it circles, lines, and tents here. And John and I and, and some other people were standing up on this hill. And um, think of like the whole, the whole picture kind of having like a Lord of the Rings filter over it, you know, like that kind of like, it's like battle. And so there was kind of like this canyon and all, all of you and, and even more people were down there and, and it was like this, this army camp, right? And John and I were up on this hill with some other people and there was a big fire kind of just in front of the gathering in between us and the people, you know, just like it would be like right here. And, and all of the people would come and they would stand in lines in front of the fire. And then I would watch them break and they would move into circles and there would be individual fires in the middle of the circles as they gathered. And then they would go into tents and inside every tent, you could see the flickering of flame. There was a fire inside the tent and I would just watch this over and over. It was just like, like, like clockwork, just line, circle, tent, line, circle, tent. And I would just watch it over and over. And I was like, what are you saying? God, I had this vision so many times. And we finally, I was like, this, this is your heart for our church. The fire represents God's presence and just who he is. And the lines would be like this gathering right here where we come together and we sit in lines and stand in lines, right? And circles are like smaller groups. It could be Wednesday night. It could be groups in your home. It could be small, whatever things are going on circles. And then your tent represents your home. And, and the key piece here was just, man, there was just fire in every, every area of that, that it wasn't just about coming to the lines where the fire's there to offer sacrifice, like the old Testament, you know, and that's where the fire is. It's, it's that there's this burning fire in our circles and in our homes. And so, so we, we talk about that a lot and, and just kind of like that whole army thing, people were being pulled out of the, the dark parts into our, into the tents and into the circles. And then they would come, they would join the lines and it was just beautiful, just this beautiful picture from the Lord. And, 
And we've camped there for a long time. We, we've, we've talked about our circles, lines, and tent camps, and, and that's kind of the vision. And, and early on in the year, I, I began to just sense the Lord's hand, like, you guys are going to have to take the land. Because what's the, you know, if we're an army and, a, and, and warriors, what's the point in just staying in our little cool place, you know? Because even the Israelites, man, in the Bible, they would, they would only stay somewhere for so long and they'd pack up their whole camp. And so it's not even that circles, lines, and tents goes away. It's just we continue doing circles, lines, and tents as we move forward and begin to take ground as warriors. And you, you settle in new places. And so I, I just, I began to kind of get that sense that the Lord was saying, take the land, take the land, take the land. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what you mean by take the land. What land? What are you talking about? Like, does anybody ever have this interaction with the Lord where you're just like, I, I'm trying to understand you. And um, a couple of weeks ago, I felt like the Lord just began to say, it's time to eradicate fear in your camp. It's time to eradicate fear in your camp. I know that was the Lord because I wouldn't normally pick the word eradicate, but I kept, <laughs> I kept hearing that in my heart. It's time to eradicate fear in your camp. And I, I just got this sense that there's like, some of this is personal for you. Some of, some of the fear is personal that needs to just be wiped out of people's hearts. But some of it, some of it is who we are corporately. Like we're not really sure. Are we going to go there? Are we going to be that church? Are we, what if we're weird? We already are weird, guys. It, it's just, it's just taking new land to say we're all in. We're going to take what the Lord has for us. And I, I kept thinking, maybe we need to, maybe we need to be bigger to do that better. <laughs> I don't know, God, like, what does this mean? And I started thinking about Gideon. I'm going to share this story with you. And then we're going to, we're going to act. If you're not familiar with the story of Gideon in the Bible, it's so good. Go home and read it all. I'd, I forgot my Bible today, so I won't read it to you. I'll just tell you the story. because I wasn't ready, I guess. So Gideon is an Israelite, and they're under so much oppression. And the angel of the Lord shows up to Gideon. And Gideon is the least in his family, and he's in the tribe of Benjamin. So he's like the 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 lowest tribe, you know, the, the, the youngest tribe and the, the youngest kid possible, right? And the angel of the Lord comes to him and says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon's like, like, are you talking to me? You know, and he's like, yeah, I, I want you to go and I, I want you to defeat the enemy. Who's the enemy in the story? What's their names? Midianites. The Midianites. There we go. I was like, I was, they were right there. I want you to go and defeat the Midianites. And he's thinking, no way. <laughs> this, 
you have definitely got the wrong guy here. And he tells him, like, I'm the least person in my family. We're the least tribe. Like, there's a lot of other people. And the Lord's just like, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. You know, he just declares who he is before he's done anything. And isn't that just like what the Lord does in our lives? He just comes and says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And you're thinking, that is the last thing I am. And God's like, no, that's really who you are. And and Gideon even goes, like, he tests the Lord not once, but twice, you know, like if this is really you, then I'm going to put this fleece out. And in the morning, I want all the ground to be wet and the fleece to be dry. And so like the Lord's like, okay. And he does it. And then Gideon's like, okay, I mean, just to make sure it's you, let's do it reverse tonight. I'll put the fleece out. I want the fleece to be wet and the, the ground to be dry. And the Lord's like, okay. So of course it happens, right? Because the Lord is like, this is who you are. This is what I'm calling you to do. So finally Gideon's like, Okay, I guess I'm going to do this, right? So he he rallies up all of these men, and they're like, we're going to go defeat the Midianites, and it's going to be awesome, right? And so he gets all these warriors together, and there's just one problem. God tells him, your army's too big. So we need to get rid of some of them. So just go ahead and say, uh, if any of you just don't want to be here and you're afraid, you can go ahead and go home. So that's the, that's the first thing, okay? So like he's like, hey... Anybody, you afraid, you want out? Okay, so then a bunch of them leave, right? 22,000. So, uh, so what? 22,000. 22,000 leave. That's a lot of fearful men in, in your camp, you know what I mean? 22,000 men are like, awesome, my ticket out. I didn't want to do this today anyway, so that's good. Uh, but, and, and so then Gideon's like, all right, guys, we're going to do it. And the Lord says, um, you, still, you still have too many men. Awesome. This is just fantastic, Lord, right? And so uh, he, he does another thing and, and another bunch of men leave until he's down to 300 men. And the Lord says, okay, I want you to go. I'm, I'm giving you the Midianites. And, and he's like, okay. And, but he tells Gideon, you know, if you're scared, you can go ahead and sneak down to the camp. And he's like, I'm going. I, and I just love, you know, I think the reason I love this story is the humanity of Gideon is just like, are you sure that's what you're saying? Let me test that. And the Lord is faithful to him. Are you sure that's what you're saying? Let me test that. And then he's like, if you're afraid, you can, you can go down there. So like, he's like, I'm going, you know, like, yes, I'm terrified right now. And he like sneaks over to the camp and, uh, and the Lord has this amazing setup. And two guys from the enemy camp. I mean, it says like the camels, like were like the grains of sand. Okay. This like is massive army. It's not like you have, you just needed 300 cause there's only a few hundred guys over there. It says their camels were like massive. Like they outnumbered the grain. It looked like sand. And so Gideon sneaks up and one of the enemies had had this dream and he's talking to the other guy in the enemy camp telling him and the, and the guy begins to translate to interpret the guy's dream these two the two people from the enemy camp he's 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 interpreting his dream he's like oh surely we've been handed over to, to Gideon and the Israelites you know and Gideon's like sweet we got it you know so like he hears it you know he's like oh man even the like God's already working over there it's ours okay so he comes and and you think like this is a part of the story that I'm like this is going to be awesome right it's it's going to be on it's battle uh but it's not it is but it's not so Gideon comes back to his little 300 men and he's like hey guys we're going to we're going to go take them tonight we're going to surprise them. And, and here's the plan. I want you to take your torch and I want you to take 
a clay jar and, uh, and, and some trumpets. And we're going to go defeat the Midianites whose camels out like outnumber the sands. Okay. So let's go do that. And, uh, you know, I would be like, at this point, I'd be like, you know, when you said we could go home, uh, if we were afraid, can I, can I sign up on that list now? Cause like anything, you know, I, I shared this with a group. I was like thinking anything but pottery, Lord, I just don't want to feed the, de- defeat the enemy with pottery. Can we do something more exciting? Uh, can there be swords? Can there be something awesome? And, uh, no, no, this is the plan. And so they sneak into the enemy's camp in the night. And the enemy's kind of down in, in like a, like a canyon type of, of place. And so they, they, they split up. There are a little 300 of them, right? And they stand on the hills surrounding, uh, surrounding them. And Gideon says, okay, on my count, we're going to do this. I'm going to yell. And then, then we're going to, we're going to just like break the pots and scream and blow the trumpets. And God's going to give us the enemy. Like just, just throw the pots down and yell. And those of you with your, your horns, just blow them and, and victory is ours. That's the plan. And so <laughs> the, these guys go up and they just follow these instructions, Right. And on Gideon's count, these 300 men yell at the top of their lungs. They, they bust those clay pots, right? And they say, for the sword of the Lord and for Gideon. And then the whole place erupts as Israelite, they begin yelling and the enemy Every single one of them loses their ever-loving minds. And they begin to slaughter each other. They take out their swords and begin to just kill each other. It's utter chaos in the camp. And like, all the Israelites are just standing up there like with their broken pottery. Like, this is crazy. (laughs) What's going on? And the Midianites were completely defeated and handed over to the one who was the youngest in the least of the tribe. And he was, in fact, a mighty warrior, even though he never used his weapon like you would think he would. Him and his little small army of 300 men. They took the land. They wiped out the enemy. The enemy was thrown into utter confusion at what was going on. And here's just a novel thought for us this morning. Did you know that the people of God are called to confound the enemy? Not the enemy to confound the people of God. We live far too many days covered in confusion, wondering what's happening. And the Lord is saying, no, my plan is for my people to be the one bringing confusion to the enemy. Did you know we can live that way? 
We, we live that way when we choose praise in the middle of tragedy because the enemy is like, what are you doing? You know, it, it, it like makes no sense to him. We have all these weapons that we can use to confound the enemy, to bring confusion on him. You do not have to bow down and live confused about your plans, about your life, about your circumstances, about your future. You are called to bring confusion on the enemy and watch him be defeated as he's like losing his mind and not understanding what's going on. That is the will of God for believers. And so I, I, I share this story because I just, I get the sense that the Lord's just saying, I want to bring some victory and I want to do it in a different way. And so what we're going to do is, is we're just going to go for it. You guys, we're going to just make a circle around the house. And then we're going to, we're just going to yell. And I want you to think like, I, I know this is crazy. Like, I know this is weird. I know I'm weird, you guys, for Jesus. And I don't even care because he's so good and he's brought so much victory. I believe that there's going to be a shift in the spirit, not corporately and personally. And I know that that seems crazy. Like, so we're just going to stand there and yell and something's going to happen. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm telling you today. Um, you know, it's just, it's the same way as, as Gideon and those guys standing up and they're like, we're just going to break our pots. And you're telling us like, we're going to win and something's going to change. And, and Gideon said, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. And so as we circle up, we're going to yell. And I just want you to think like we're going to yell at the enemy and we're going to eradicate fear out of this camp. And we're going to, we're going to just defeat him. Maybe you need that victory personally. And this is really uncomfortable. Some of you are like, you're used to being weird and I'm not. And now I'm not sure. Like some of you are thinking maybe I need to go to the bathroom right now or coffee break. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. But I think if you'll press in, And you'll just yell like you're on top of a mountain. Look at an enemy that outnumbers you by the like millions. And you will yell because the Lord has said, I'm giving you victory. Then we can all just be weird together and watch God do something. Watch him break down the enemy's work in our camp. Let's take the land. Let's go as mighty warriors and begin to just say, we're going for it. We're going for the things of God. We're going to take hold of the promises. We are going to advance the kingdom of heaven. And so, um, so we can just kind of circle up. So go ahead and move out of your seats and, um, just circle up the house. So this is kind of the front of the circle worship teams included, um, because, because I'm just kind of thinking we probably need some, some exciting something drums or maybe we need to bust out into praise. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'll, <laughs> what do you guys want to do? <laughs> so yeah, we can just kind of, we can just kind of circle up. 
You don't have to hold hands. You can't hold hands. We got to take the land, man. No holding hands. We got to throw down the jars and blow your trumpets and yell and scream and jump up and down. Whatever you need to do, right? Yeah, if you're wild and crazy, you know, you can give yourself arm's length, you know. Okay, so here's here's the deal. I just want to I want to be like Gideon. I want to give you a little victory speech before we go out, you know. Styrofoam cups to throw, man. You're into it. He's like, I'm ready. Yeah. Just make sure it's not like a full coffee cup, you know, but throw the bottles of water, you know, break something. If you need to, if you need to like pretend like you're throwing stuff down, you get into it as much as you want to. All right. So here's what, here's what I want to declare over you. You are mighty warriors. The Lord has already given you the land. He's already defeated the enemy. Like we have a step up from Gideon because Jesus really has already won the victory on the cross. And I just want to declare over you, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Even the one who goes, I am the least likely person to be called a warrior. Can you just hear that this morning? The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And we may be few in here, but we're going to go up to the enemy's camp. And we're going to just yell and throw our pots down and see what happens, right? We're going to watch the Lord give us the enemy this morning. We're going to watch the enemy become completely confused in this place. Like I, why are these people yelling? Why are these people praising? They should be down because of what they're facing. What is going on? And you're going to, you're going to sense it just surge up in you. So when I say I'm going to count to three on three, I want you to just yell and I want you to just take the land. Okay. We're just going to yell and we're going to defeat the enemy. Does this sound good? Okay. We're going to do it. One, two, three. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for breakthrough in our hearts and in our house. We love you, God. And we will praise you. We will be obedient to your spirit. Even when it's crazy. Even when it's not like we've ever seen. 
We will follow you. We will trust in you. Thank you, God, for breakthrough. Thank you for victory. 